Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Travel Safely with Brian Mulligan. Travel Safely is presented by Applied Information, creator of the Travel Safely smartphone app. Welcome everyone to Travel Safely, the business talk show bringing you the latest in innovation from transportation, technology and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Brian Mulligan, coming to you from the Subaru Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, Georgia. This show is sponsored by Applied Information, a technology company here in Gwinnett, focused on using technology, technology to save lives and to improve traffic. Our guest today is Eric Clarkson, the mayor of Chambly, Georgia. Welcome, Eric. Thank you. Glad to be here. Our topic of the day is autonomous shuttles and urban mobility. The city of Chambly, under the leadership of Mayor Clarkson, is undertaking a bold initiative to be one of the first municipalities to deploy a driverless shuttle to help so solve the so-called last mile problem. That is, how to get riders from common bus stops and rail stations to this final destination. So, Mayor, thanks for joining me on the show today. Again, yeah, thank you very much for having me here. So, first of all, before we get into the, the, the detail of all of that, you know, talk to me about the Eric Clarkson story. How did you become <laughs> mayor and so heavily involved in the regional issues as well? What's the Eric Clarkson story? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I moved to Metro Atlanta in the mid-90s, I think about 94, 95. Uh, I met my wife, uh, and then uh, we moved into Chambly. Didn't realize we were uh, living within a municipal area, really didn't know much about the area. I moved to, to Atlanta, Georgia, not really knowing anybody, just kind of came because it seemed like a, a really neat place to be and a lot of lot of activity going on leading up to the Olympics. Anyway, my wife and I landed in Chambly, uh, recognized that we had a small government in the city of Chambly. I was uh, I was somewhat underemployed at the time. I was trying to start a business that wasn't exactly getting off the ground, so I had some time. And my wife was great in uh, you know supporting us, supporting my efforts to run for office. So I got involved on one of our volunteer review boards. Uh, it was our architectural review board, looking at you know trying to implement some some real uh, dramatic changes in Chambly and the way that our built environment looked. I enjoyed that. I ran for city council after one term. I ran for mayor, and so uh, it's been a lot of fun being part of a a, a you know twenty year transformation uh, in the, in the land use patterns in the city of Chambly. So how long have you been mayor? So uh, this is my. Th 13th or 14th year as mayor I lose track so I and I was on the city council for one term four years before that and then uh, like I said on a review board for three so about 20 years complete involved with the city oh fantastic and, and again you're a testament to one of the things that I, I say is you know is this entrepreneur and entrepreneurship is that the world is run by people who show up right and so what you did is you're yeah. an entrepreneur and then you showed up and right. got involved in so con congratulations and uh uh, and for your involvement in transforming Chambly. So let's start off discussing the plan for the autonomous shuttle. How sure. did that come about and what, what are you hoping to see out of the, your autonomous shuttle? So I've been fortunate for the last, I think, about five years now to serve on the Atlanta Regional Commission Board of Directors. And as you probably know, the ARC uh, has a program called the Link Trips. They take a, a group of folks of maybe 110 or so individuals from you know a lot of different, uh, uh, a lot of different backgrounds. Uh, leadership within the city and the metro area and, and take them to different cities. We were in Detroit and just looking at the automotive industry and the changes that were taking shape and uh, was there with uh, Pat Corletto, who is uh, a business development person with Stantec, and we we're talking about this and said, hey, what could we do to further Shambly's uh, advancement in, in you know, mobility options? 
So uh, we got back from Detroit. Uh, Pat led me to talking to some of the folks within Stantec. They gave us a, a match grant to do a, a feasibility study. So we did a feasibility study, and from that, uh, it showed that as, as my term I use is Shambly was kind of a, a target-rich environment. You know, we had a, <laughs> a MARTA station. We've got you know a large campus of the CDC with IRS, so federal uh, employees. We have um, we've got the the airport, the Cab Peachtree Airport. There, uh, lots of opportunities to connect that, as you mentioned earlier, that last mile connectivity from our MARTA station. So from that, uh, we were fortunate, and our team went after a grant with uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, sponsored by Georgia Power is the Georgia Smart Cities Challenge. We were one of the first cities, uh, you know, and, and jurisdictions in the state of Georgia to be awarded that grant. It was the first year they'd done that. They awarded it to four different uh, jurisdictions. Hmm. So we received a grant to take it to the next level uh, to be able to look at what was the infrastructure needed. How would we actually go about running a vehicle like this? So, 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 what is the route, and 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 what you know, what will the experience be for the for the public using the shuttle? So initially, uh, the route that was kind of the low hanging fruit that made the most sense to really run a pilot program on was running north and south along Peachtree Road from our MARTA station. And so north up to the town center area that we're working through a plan right now to redevelop into more of a uh, you know walkable town center, and then south down to the uh, the confluence of Peachtree Road and Peachtree Boulevard, which some folks know is where the Whole Foods development is. So that would be the initial route. Uh, we have looked at the feasibility study that Stantec worked on with our team, and 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 looks at other options of being able to connect down Claremont Road and getting over to the airport or connecting over to. Uh, 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 the CDC, IRS facilities, uh, you know, th those types of routes that could come. Even looking at possibly running it uh, adjacent to our Shambly Rail Trail, which uh, that that uh, that concept came out of a plan. Shambly was one of the first cities back in 2000 to receive a Livable Centers Initiative grant from the Atlanta Regional Commission. So as you can see, Shambly has always been on the leading edge of trying to do some very forward-thinking planning on how to reinvent ourselves. And and one of the uh, thoughts uh, that, that came out of this was possibly running in parallel to our rail trail and being able to connect to some of our older established single-family detached neighborhoods oh wow okay and so for the for the public are they going to have to pay a fee to use the shuttle or the, is it initially going to be free or how's it going it, to work it's my understanding that initially it will be free um, okay. you know it, it depends on I guess the, the financing but I think the idea would be to 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 put it out there in a pilot program and allow people to get used to riding it it's gonna be something very new for a lot of folks not used to being able to, to get onto a vehicle that doesn't have somebody behind a steering wheel if you will oh, and yeah. so uh, so I think you know kind of getting folks used to driving it uh, a lot of it is just going to depend on on the the, the financing the, the the revenue or the, excuse me the, the 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 financing that we're able to find to fund this Okay, and, and when, do, when are you looking to proceed with, with all of this? Is so this in the short term or in longer our, term? Our team has just applied for a uh, $8 million federal grant that uh, the uh, federal uh, government has put out some money out there, actually quite a bit of money, to look at different uh, mobility options uh, and, and as it relates to uh, technology and bringing new technology into our mobility options. So we've gone after one of those grants. We should find out late spring if we if we receive that grant or not. That would It was $8 million over three years. That would go a long way towards getting this uh, this program kicked off and actually running it. If we're not successful in receiving that grant, there are other options that our team is pursuing to find ways to uh, to fund running this vehicle. Yeah, in fact, uh, th this is just the way of the future. It's inevitable. So even if this door doesn't open, there's another door somewhere else that'll open. And uh, you guys certainly are forward thinking and uh, have chosen to show up in, in terms of pushing this technology forward. So... Uh, 
So I, I think it's great. And I'm sure you get a lot of questions about safety and, you know, is, is this thing going to run into people? Have you guys uh, seen this in action in other places and, and happy about the safety side of things? So, uh, yes, there are a lot of questions that I receive about safety uh, on this particular vehicle. I, I think, you know, technology is, is changing so rapidly and it's sometimes hard for people to wrap their minds around what our mobility options will look like. And of course, I think there's a very natural reaction to be afraid of some of these things. Uh, one of our council members and myself uh, took a trip up to the uh, to the Washington, D.C., Baltimore area and, and actually rode on a vehicle manufactured by one of the companies that we're looking at potentially using to run this vehicle. And and it was on a, it was on a, a controlled test track environment. Right. However, they... Uh, produce things like, you know, as you drove around the road, uh, somebody in bicycle come out in front of you or put a, you know, somebody stop really fast in front of you. And, and uh, both Brian Mock, our council member and myself, were very impressed with how the vehicle uh, operated in, in those uh, environments. So I feel very confident that we'll be able to put something on the road that's safe. But I do understand that people will have some apprehension about, uh, about initially work riding on something like this. Well, that's what we also talk about is talk about socializing the technology. So you have to get it out there and let people experience it right. because otherwise it just becomes terrifying. And the, rea and the reality is we know from the numbers the most terrifying thing of all is to be on, a road, ro on the road with a human-driven vehicle. I mean, sure. that's a really dangerous thing to do. Sure. And yet, we, yet we're all used to it, so we do it every day. Right, and and it is. It it, it can be very uh, you know dangerous just to, to to drive you know through your neighborhood, and we all know that. So yeah, I think that once people get used to the technology, uh, you know, I've heard you know transportation other planners say that uh, you know a child born today will never drive an automobile. I, I find that kind of sad. I've been blessed. I had an opportunity to drive a race car at one point. Mm -hmm. I had an opportunity to to, to four wheel drive off road in my Jeep, and I, I like to drive, uh, but it. I think it's very possible that the way technology is changing and rapidly it is as it is that most vehicles on the road or at least maybe in more urbanized and urban environments will be operated autonomously and what I hope is that Shambly can be on the leading edge of helping people to embrace that technology. Well I, th I think that's that's great and one of the things that that I also like and as you know that we are on the private sector side on the entrepreneurial side is that this whole business of everything connected to everything is potentially going to change everything and my guest last uh, time on this show uh, was somebody from Lime Scooters and okay. and the scooter guys are an example of two years ago nobody had heard such a thing we were all right. talking about electric bikes and things like that and suddenly this scooter revolution is upon us I mean surely that's giving you guys a bit of heartache in the city or have you given some thought to to scooters and and that side of yeah, things? There, there's so many things to think about with scooters. And, and one of those first things come to mind is, you know, I, I learned the term disruptive technology some time ago. And you try to explain that to folks that, that don't work in this kind of field every day. And they, they say, what's disruptive technology? And I said, look at the scooter. Yeah. It just <laughs> appeared, right? And so uh, we have not had scooters per se, you know, just uh, from what I understand other jurisdictions, these companies will just kind of drop them off. I, I know we're looking at ordinances to make sure that they are, uh, that they're, they're you know, if and when they do show up in our city, that they are uh, the, that they're utilized in a, in a safe manner. Uh, one of my, my biggest complaints about scooters, and I think others share this too, is they just they just seem to litter all over the place. There's no place that they're docked, from what I tell, and and I think that can not only be a, a, a safety hazard, but also you know just some visual blight. But it is disruptive technology, and I think that's what we all need to wrap our minds around. Is these technologies are changing so rapidly? Who knows what's going to appear on the uh, on the horizon just next year? 
Yeah, one of the things that we were talking about is that uh, they, because they, you know, a connected vehicle like your shuttle's going to be, and everybody knows where everybody thing is now, is that they were saying something like thirty percent, thirty-seven percent of their rides start and end at a transit stop. Right. So the potential is even, uh, you know, while Shambly's trailblazing uh, this new technology and socializing the technology, perhaps some of the things we could think about is yourselves and ourselves and the scooter guys and the shuttle guys getting together to figure out how together we, we actually solve some of these problems. I'm a big believer in putting minds together to figure out can the private sector and the public sector actually play together as opposed to being at, at loggerheads. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm a huge fan of P3 or private-public partnerships. Uh, you know, I think uh, just in several different ways, but coming out of the Great Recession, uh, looking at some folks that thought that maybe government was the answer to everything or others that thought private sector was the answer to everything. And what I have witnessed both in, in my, my, uh, my career as, as being the mayor and then also my, my private sector job is that private-public partnerships in, in so many different aspects of, of our built environment, uh, how we work together uh, in, in looking at mobility options uh, is, is advancing things uh, in, a, in, a, in a great way right now. Does the shuttle have a name? Have you figured out the branding for it yet? Is it? Uh no, uh, we we don't have any branding for the shuttle just yet. You know, we've uh, we we've talked with Marta at some time. Uh, you know, we've got great friends uh, on the Marta board and within the Marta administration. And uh, I think at some point, you know, they're working very closely with us to how we interact with our Marta station. We'll be looking to redesign parts of the Marta station so that the shuttle has easy access to drop off and pick up in the area. Um, of course, we know we have the uh, creation of the new ATL and 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 talk with folks at the ATL and and figuring out how we might uh, might work within that umbrella organization but right now this has been something that I think has because Shamley is a smaller jurisdiction I think it's given us the luxury of being more nimble and being able to sure. really focus on this we don't have another transit project of this type going on we're not a large jurisdiction so but i think at at the point that we really get it running and we talk to our other partners in the transit business uh it will it will come up with some branding yeah oh, that's a great segue into into the break so after the break we'll look at the bigger picture of mobility in the region and so on that note uh, here's 30 seconds with sarah this is your 30 seconds or less with sarah after Lyft, the popular ride-sharing service, went public last week, they had a surprise announcement. A new program they're calling Lyft City Works, funded by Lyft itself, aims to provide free and cheap transportation to citizens. This transportation will be provided to the neediest of LA residents, working with Mayor Garcetti's Abridge Home Program. In addition, this funding source will be put towards developing transportation infrastructure and creating a clean energy future. Although currently focused on the LA area, Lyft is planning to expand their service to more cities soon. Back to you, Brian. In case you're just joining us, this is Travel Safely with Brian Mulligan, how to save lives and improve traffic. Our guest today is Eric Clarkson, mayor of Shambly, Georgia. So mayor, let's talk about where Shambly is located and how it fits into the metro area and uh, part of the bigger picture of mobility. Sure, uh, you know, I, I always 
preface this conversation by saying that I, I realize that I look at city of Shambly through, you know, rose colored glasses. And I, I've said for a long time, you know, Shambly is the actual center of the universe. But I also say that if you live in a city and your mayor doesn't think that your city is the center of the universe, you need to find another mayor. <laughs> yeah. Now, having said all of that, looking at where Shambly's located, uh, I can't think of a better jurisdiction that's, that has the types of mobility resources that we have. As we've talked about, we, you know, we have a MARTA stop uh, heavy rail station. We are uh, the seventh busiest or possibly even I've heard maybe the fifth busiest general aviation airport in the entire country. And the second busiest airport in Georgia is uh, PDK and it's lo wholly located within the city. We are bounded by two interstate highways, 285 to the north and 85 to the south. And we've got three state highways crisscrossing through our city. So Shambly really is positioned to be, uh, you know, the heart of a, of a lot of connectivity in, uh, in where we're located. And I think that having that type of infrastructure in place uh, really uh, puts us in a, in a desirable location to, to be transit-oriented driven. Yeah, we're hearing uh, m more and more, you know, in Atlanta here about the ATL. And it's sure. interesting. So we're on the we're on the transportation technology side, as you, as you know. And so we, we, we're talking to the folks at the ATL about uh, let's make the buses work better. Let's make transit work better. Because if we get together by giving them green lights and other various forms of technology, if we make the buses work better and we advertise that and we drive more ridership to transit, mm -hmm. we can get these single occupancy vehicles off the road sure. in a way that traffic as a, as a whole works better. So what's your sense about the ATL and transit and this drive towards transit? Is that something that Shambly's behind or supports? Uh, oh, absolutely. And as you mentioned earlier, I've had the opportunity to work more regionally on some of these things. And as, as a mayor in the metro area, I'm a member of the Metro Atlanta Mayor's Association. And I'm uh, actually the most recent uh, past chair chairman of the Metro Atlanta Mayor's Association. And the organization pushed for a long time, along with many others. But I remember, you know, maybe in even as, as far back as 10 years ago, going down to the Capitol and lobbying for some form of regional transit governance and was very pleased to see uh, the state step up, Representative Tanner and, and uh, Senator Beach step up oh, yeah. and do a great job for us and bringing forward some regional transit governance. And, and I don't know that anybody thinks it's perfect at this point, but it's something that was very needed to be able to pull all these transit agencies together. So uh, from, from my perspective of being a mayor working regionally, uh, I think it's great to where we're headed with the ATL. And then, uh, as we said, more specifically, my role as the mayor in the city of Shambly, as I mentioned a minute ago, I think that we are just uniquely positioned to be in the heart of uh, the mix of, of all the different transit options. You know, we're working right now with a group. Uh, I helped uh, found a, a group called the uh, the Peachtree Gateway Partnership, which is a 501c6 organization uh, made up of the four cities of North DeKalb and some of our private stakeholders in the region. And from that group, we came out and looked at what we needed to do to add transit across the top end as part of the top end 285. Uh, managed lane program and we're getting pretty far down the road and being able to connect from Smyrna over to Tucker and all the mayors and cities of those uh, jurisdictions along with the CIDs have, have ponied up some money to do some studies and we're we're working to make sure that we get transit across the top end so once again I think between you know Shambly, Dorville, Dunwoody, Brookhaven we are very well positioned to be able to uh, to see a lot of different transit improvements come to our region. And that's one of the things that we in the private sector are supporting. It's actually great to, you know, you guys are the innovative and the leader, thought leaders in this area. And what we're doing is we're bringing along these new technologies, which, you know, cell phones, 
smartphones are only 11 years old. Right. And that technology has transformed our lives. Right. And so this is the disruptive technology that you, got, that you referred to that's potentially going to change everything. And, uh, you know, we're at the forefront of doing some of those things. And we certainly look forward to collaborating uh, with you on some of these Good. initiatives in the, in the future. Good. It's obvious that transportation and mobility play a great role in our society. And so just put your future hat on a little bit. Where do you see us in, in five to ten years' time? You know, I've, I've jokingly said recently, I, I don't know how you could be a transportation planner in today's world because things are changing, as we've talked about here uh, quite a bit now, uh, changing so exponentially. And I think it's very challenging, although, you know, we have to do something in, in planning for that. Uh, you know, I, I played football in college. I'm a football guy, so I always like uh, uh, Vince Lombardi quotes. But, but I think the most relevant quote that I've had come to my mind in the last couple of years has been Wayne Gretzky when they asked what makes a great hockey player. And he said, you skate to where the puck's going to be, not where it is. And I think that's what we all need to do when we look at mobility. We need to be looking at different options out there and, and really staying on top of technology and making sure that we're putting the infrastructure in place so that when the puck's there, we're, uh, we're, we're there to grab the puck and score. Yeah, I, th I think that that's, that's a great note to end it on because, you know, us in the private sector and the innovation, the technology sector, you know, we, we, th we think the same, that this is going to be the combination of the private sector and the public sector, not the private sector or the public Absolutely. sector. Nobody can d do it on their own. And what we're going to do is transform transportation in the next five to ten years, like uh, cloud computing and, uh, and, and smartphones and the Internet have transformed our lives. Absolutely. Today we've been talking about autonomous shuttles and how they'll help uh, the local community beat the last mile problem for transducers and helpful in the mosaic of mobility. Our guest has been Eric Clarkson, Mayor of Shambly, and Transportation Visionary. So, Mayor, thanks for all you do, and thanks for joining us. Great. Thank you very much for having me here today. Yeah, thank you for making Georgia, help making Georgia and the world a better place. Until next time, this is Brian Mulligan signing off from Business Radio X, and travel safely. Mm -hmm.